following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland, from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee, Studio A, <laughs> where we live, episode 354 on this, uh, what is today? This is the 22nd day of November, <laughs> November, uh-huh. it's the date of production. Uh, thank you so much for uh, tuning in, downloading, streaming, whatever it is that you do to get the program. Yes, we are on the air at Radio Memphis, uh, if you're listening, it's, uh, what, around midnight on a Thursday morning or Wednesday night, depending on how you look at it. It's uh, for this particular episode right here on the on the cusp of the Thanksgiving. <laughs> for those of you who have heard the program already, which it comes out on Sundays, it comes out on the day that I do it. Ooh, smooth. And then there are people that, that don't necessarily catch it, so we run it on, on Radio Memphis uh, on some late night because we're, you know, we're doing some interviews. We're having some fun. We're chatting with people. We're doing things. It just seemed like a logical step in that direction. My thanks to Maddox from the Heavyweight Chumps for uh, uh, pushing us in this direction because it seems to be working. Yeah. Yeah, the Internet's a fun place. The whole, the whole notion that... <clears throat> You can do a lot of things. It's not It's not like what it was in FM, I can tell you that. <laughs> FM is such a different deal. There's a lot of things that aren't what they used to be, my friends. Thanksgiving uh, is one of them. I mean, it's we're right here upon it. The next time you and I will speak, <laughs> the, the next time you and I will be will be together, I should say, will be after Thanksgiving. That's just one of that's just one of those things. And this year is a very different year. It's a vastly different year. Why is this, you say? Open up your eyes. Take a look around you. We're in the midst of a pandemic. And I don't know that I like that term, midst of a pandemic or middle of a pandemic. I guess you could. That would assume that we know when this is going to end. And boy, howdy, if I had a way to tell you when this is exactly going to come to a conclusion, I would be shouting it from the mountaintops. But I don't. I don't think anybody does. We're, 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 we're sitting on the precipice of vaccines that are coming along. There are people that are naturally having problems with that. Excuse me. I'm not one of them. I know there's, the, the whole anti-vax movement is 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 become sort of an interesting touchstone. <laughs> so there are people. I'm I'm not making this up. I saw I saw I saw a video on this earlier today. That there are people who think that by getting the vaccine, it's going to turn your body into a 5G antenna. I'm not making that up. That's going to be uh, spreading the COVID at the fingertips of Bill Gates. Um, that you can't write that shit. Nobody would buy it. I'm not buying that statement, but somebody out there actually has that in their head. <laughs> so if you get the if you get the vaccine and you turn into a 5G antenna, does that mean my phone's going to work better when I'm standing next to you? Is that really what that is? Because if that's the case, <laughs> roll your sleeves up, bitch. I need I need my coverage. I need it. To- God. There's also been this talk uh, from various scientists, people on high, who will tell you that if you are planning to have your traditional Thanksgiving celebration, that you should be planning for a funeral by Christmas. That's pretty heavy. It's way heavy. But sometimes that's how you got you got to beat people over the head sometimes to think about it. Look, this is affecting this is affecting everybody. I mean, whether you like it or not. And and I tell you, I'm not a fan of this. 
Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. It, it really is. Um, I like it more than I do Christmas, believe it or not. Uh, Christmas is... Christmas is great up until Christmas Day, and then it's just this gigantic letdown. It, there's nothing. There's nothing to it. It's just sort of like, eh, eh. is there any more vodka in the house? So that's kind of what that's what it is. Thanksgiving, though, has usually been about, in the way my wife and I have always celebrated it, is non traditionally in that we usually would have people over. We would have some friends. We'd have people that have you know that may be away from family or they don't have any real family per se. They just you know they kind of keep to themselves or. They don't want to be around their drunken Uncle Elmer or whatever the case may be, whoever it might be. And when they do, and they're looking for something to do. We, you know, we usually have like a big pot of stew of some sort, a soup. Uh, uh, some other people might bring some other snacky stuff. We set up a spread on the table. Nobody really sits down to eat. Everybody just kind of grazes. That's man, it's so much fun. And where people, where people are talking and carrying on and cutting up and watching TV and playing cards and, you know, just just doing that kind of stuff. And this year, that's not happening. It's not happening at all. We we actually did think about it. I mean, like, well, maybe we should. And we thought, you know, there's some there's some, some friends of ours uh, that are like us, that we, we, we're not going anywhere. It, it's, it, maybe it would be kind of cool to, hey, come over, have this, let's have a, a couple of cocktails, maybe a glass of wine, we'll... I don't know. We'll sing or sit around the piano. We'll play tunes. We'll whatever, whatever the case may be. We'll just have fun. We'll be celebrating in our own little way, which is usually just you know having a light moment that's a distraction from everything else. But no, we can't have that either because this pandemic. And 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 it's it's a ser- it's a serious thing. Well, all the people that are coming over, you know, they've been wearing masks. Well, <laughs> I don't know. You want to roll that dice. It's, it's, it, it's no, it's not that at all. It should be this year is going to be different. Your traditions are going to have to be put on hold. And that's, that's been a problem because there's a bunch of people out there that say, oh, you can't take away my traditions by God. Oh, you know, we got every year we got to, you know, play kick the can or whatever the hell your tradition is. Got to have, you know, Mima's, you know, thing going. Can't, can't live without, you know, grandma's oyster stuffing or whatever the hell that, that whatever it is. Well, guess what? In the year 2020, you're going to have to do that. I do think that it's just going to be this year. I do think that. I, I think that we're going to be we're going to be in a better position a year from now. Because people keep talking about, oh, you know, uh, 2020. You know, 2020 is going to be such, such a bad year. It's a horrible year. Can't wait for it to be over. Well, be careful for that because you don't know what 2021 <laughs> is going to bring us. Seriously, we got a long way to go. We got a long way to go before we get to any of that point. So, you know, do it. Do what we're doing. Um, we're gonna lay low. You know, I might. I might do a. I might do a thing on some social media platform live somewhere just to say, hey, I can't vouch for what state of mind I might be in, <laughs> or, or or not. But nevertheless, you know, we're gonna be hanging around. The uh, uh, the the programming at the radio station is gonna go on pretty much, except for the Thursday deal. I mean, a uh, Phil will be in tomorrow for the uh, uh, Prague show and the uh, Memphis Metal Monday thing. It's 7 to midnight central time. Uh, LJ and I are going to do Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday mornings, uh, 9 a.m. to 2-ish or so. Uh, Thursday, of course, will be Thanksgiving Day, and Gerald and Tundriel will not be doing the Radio Memphis Live Music Hour, but the following Sunday, a week from today, from this date of production, uh, the Booze and Blues returns. 
limps into the studio, mind you, but it returns. And we're going to be doing something. I don't know. It'll be different, but we'll do something. So Natalie and Mark and myself will be in studio. We'll do what we used to do without the without the benefit of having a live act in there. So nevertheless, we're going to talk. We're going to have some fun. We're going to just try and keep the mode light as we slide into the really the meaty part of the holiday season because we all need a little bit of that. We, we got to have a little bit of that, you know, uh, release, a little bit of fun. We need to stay on top of the stories that are going on out there because Lord have mercy, there's a ton of them out there and they're and they're scary and I get it. But uh, you know, Grandma's oyster stuff is going to have to wait a year, or learn how to make it yourself. For God's sake, it's not like the old bat's going to be around. Well, that went dark. <laughs> oh my God! <clears throat> Christmas the same way. Christmas is going to be dark. It's going to be dark. It's going to be the year of Krampus, my my friends. All of it. We're all going to be subject to the mercy of what Krampus has to bring us. And it's not like I'm trying to bring everybody down. It's the reality of it. We went through this 100-something years ago, 102 years ago. Everybody slowed their roll a bit. It helped. Some. Could have been a lot worse than what it was. It's still pretty bad. But we don't need to be in that position, and I don't think you need to as well. So my advice to you is to, to plan something at home. If you're fortunate enough to have, you know, you, uh, your spouse and some kids, then you've got, you got it going. You got a great deal going right there because you got a little family thing. Do stuff, uh, play some board games, play some video games, have some fun amongst yourselves. Eat. You don't necessarily have to have the whole turkey thing either. You can if you want to. Do whatever you want. But everybody's going to be home. And everybody needs to take that moment. Instead of being thankful for what you had, be thankful for what you didn't get. Do you understand what that means? Be thankful that you didn't get this COVID if you're fortunate enough to have been able to avoid it. If you did get it, and I know a bunch of you had, and you got through it and you're surviving it fine, be thankful for that. That's how our focus is going to change. You know, it's that sort of thing. For my wife and I, it'll be just the two of us, a dog. And two cats. <laughs> they're really shitty when it comes to playing Monopoly, though. <laughs> Look, there's tons of stuff we'll be doing. We'll be hanging out, doing things around here, you know. Just, you know, I'll probably clean up my office some. It's just another day of the week, but it's now we don't have we don't have any obligation to be anywhere. So, you know, please, please, please take care of yourselves, okay? All right, listen, we got a great show for you uh, here on this uh, on this episode from Radio Land, episode three fifty four. Uh, about a week or so ago, I think it was, uh, we sat down, this is, you're going to hear this that was taken off of the air, uh, at Radio Memphis in the morning. It was during the nooner when LJ and I, uh, you know, if you have never heard LJ, you're going to hear him. Uh, he and I, uh, thanks to Mark Caldwell had the opportunity to sit down and talk with Susie and Simon. Uh, they are from the Starlight Campbell Band, and they were in Portugal at the time. They're riding out the COVID there. They're from the UK originally. We're going to hear about what all that's about, and we're going to hear some music on this episode, too. So we're going to have a big old time. Ain't that something? It'll be big. So uh, stick around. We're going to take a very brief break. We'll be back in 30 seconds with the Starlight Campbell Band next from Radio Land. Hi, this is Reverend Oma from the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. Now that we're all spending more time at home, let us help you keep things feeling calm and peaceful. We have a huge selection of incense, including sticks, cones, and powders, along with burners to keep your home smelling great and feeling calm. We also offer sage, palo santo, smudges, and room sprays. Add some crystals, singing bowls, or candles, and choose from a variety of mindful living gifts to complete your sacred space. Visit us in downtown Memphis or online at thebroomcloisetmemphis.com. Since everybody's connected, we seem yeah, to, we yeah. have managed somehow... 
through the miracle of technology. I guess you could call it that. I, I don't know what it is. It's uh, it's it's what it is. Um, we have here at the at this spot where I sit, and we have a tel- we have telephones with several lines, and we have a laptop, and we have the board, and all this other stuff, and we are inching away further and further from tele- telephony, if you will. Right. Right. The telephone. Right. Board. Right. And we're using the miracle of the internet, and uh, there's there's a lot of things out there you can use the the Skype thing, which is notoriously effed up. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. <laughs> there's there's uh, Zoom, which has its issues. Yes, and we're using another one, which has its issues. Google Meet. Right, right. M e a t. They make sausage now, apparently. It's what? Yeah, it's Google sausage. Yeah. It's it's M e a t. M e a t. Google. No, Meet. is it really? No, it's not. I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I did. <laughs> sort of. It wouldn't shock me if Google did do that. Oh, I know. That would have been funny. It, it would have Google been, Meet. Uh, well, it would it would have been a great marketing thing for them. It, w- it would have been. You know, and every, they could have done an offshoot. Every 10,000th user gets a free sausage. Yeah. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. It doesn't cost any Google, money either. Google, we have the meats. Yes. Well, that would be Arby's. Yeah. I know. They'd probably get in trouble for that. Who's buying... Who are they buying? Oh, yeah. No, Arby's. Uh, Arby's is buying somebody, or somebody's buying Arby's. No, Arby's is buying... I don't know, KFC. I, I can't I remember who we... Were we just talking I, about that I the other guess, day? I don't know. I don't remember. Whatever. It's not important now. Um, join us through this miracle of internet connectivity uh, from on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, joining us is uh, the Starlight Campbell Band. Uh, it is Simon and Susie. Hi, guys. How are you? We're pretty cool. Thank you. How are you? We're doing well. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, where where are you in the world? Well, we're in Portugal right now. Portugal? What the hell are you doing in Portugal? Well, it's uh, certainly better than being um, in the UK right now with the uh, corona situation because everything's locked down. Here's a bit easier, but also it's very warm and sunny, which is uh, pretty cool. Rather like the weather here is sort of like between... Uh, San Francisco and LA, that type of weather, you know. Well, that's not so bad, yeah. And and uh, and I think right now too, if you're into the surfing thing, the uh, the big uh, uh, Eastern Atlantic swells are happening. So they have those those gigantic waves, those you know, five million oh, yeah, high yeah, waves yeah, that yeah, those guys yeah. are surfing. So you're you're there at a good time. And uh, and like you said, with COVID, I guess COVID is not a thing there in Portugal. Well, it is. I mean, it's a thing all over Europe, you know. And it's we're in a state of. Uh, lockdown here but the portuguese lockdowns a lot less um well it's a lot less lockdown if you know than 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 the uk or uh, i mean france germany i mean everybody's in the uh in trouble over here you know? uh-huh so, right we, we, we all we're all suffering from it you know i know the usa have got the same problem yeah we're we're having a bit of a, a bit of a time with it here of course uh uh, there's theories abounding about all of that and how it's right, being managed right. or mismanaged or whatever the case may be. And we, we've got we've got some issues that are happening over here right now. But uh, you guys are certainly a great escape from all of that. Yeah, definitely. Well, we uh, we, we, we try to be. I mean, Portugal's a beautiful country, you know. It's um, it's uh, the food's great, people are great, and of course we have the Atlantic. So you you got the Pacific, um, you know, on, on that uh, the west coast there. You know, the big the, the big waves and surfing and in Portugal there's an awful lot of that here because basically there's nothing standing in the way uh, of the waves in Portugal right away from the other Atlantic you know so we're um, you know if we had binoculars and the world truly was flat we would be able to see 
Wait, you mean it's not? It's not flat? What? What are you talking? What was, what was what was that, Susie? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I was going to say, don't start Rick off on that one. Uh, well, you know, everybody knows how I feel about that, but uh, n- nevertheless. I know. I've been listening to you. I, 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 uh, I understand a little. You're, you're a really beautiful man. Oh, well, thank you very much. That's mighty kind of you to say, and, uh, and and such as it is. You guys have been a part of what we've been doing here at Radio Memphis for a long time now. I know uh, uh, with uh, Diana, now she's, of course, uh, she's indisposed right now and having uh, to deal with, she's dealing with her show is in sort of hiatus, but I know you guys have uh, have been on her show a few times and having uh, discussions every time you've gotten new music out, and we've got a bunch of your stuff here. I'm looking at it now, but uh, we've got this new single we're going to get into here in a little bit. But uh, yeah, you guys have always been right there with us uh, uh, since uh, 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 almost the beginning and we certainly do appreciate that do you know what's really cool is that we D and, and us we kind of connected up in a really deep meaningful way and uh, and you're right we feel like you're home I and mean, we feel like you are our family and uh, I've been messaging Dee over the last uh, few months and stuff and yeah. she, she messaged me she gave me the link and I listened to your show as she came in and gave, gave her update and um, we just simply love her and we love you and we it's do you know when you just it's unspoken love it just is and and that's who you are to us well that's and, uh, I think also the connection with memphis is, is interesting because i mean we're, we're, we're quite humbled in the fact that you know where you are is really one of the epicenters or the you know the, the centers of, of blues music and that that thing in the whole world because obviously it started from you know from where you are and the surrounding area it's amazing yeah yeah, we're fortunate to be here. Um, I, you know, clearly, uh, notwithstanding the name of the station here, but it, I, you know, it's kind of hard to imagine a radio station like this existing in in other cities unless there was a real, um, I don't know, a foundation for the music to, to to rest upon, and and that's that's an important thing. And and one of the things that it, it is fascinating to a guy like me is how the Memphis sound is um, how it affects musicians all, literally all over the world. And you know, you you guys are certainly part of that, and it's you know, there's a, there's a Memphis vibe to what you guys have done over the years. I kind of feel as well um, that it's described really well. And when we when we write forever music, we don't write for a moment. I don't know, blues was at the time, and it was kind of kick ass for its time, but it's stayed and it's evolved, and and it is about forever. It's about that, like what it's like to be us right now. You know, we're, we're talking about now and, and, and trying to like, you know, it's like getting people together and saying, yeah, you know, that hurts too. And, and they go, yeah, I know that. And that's what that's what it is. It's trying to it's connecting us together, isn't it? Surely. Yeah. Well, it's the universal language that is music. And that's certainly a big part of it. And I think I think. Memphis in general speaks on so many different platforms that people, especially as a blues artist, you understand that. I mean, that, you know, everybody has those same emotions. It doesn't matter what language you speak or where it is that you hail from. We all have those moments where we've been either dejected or heartbroken or we're, or, or we're enjoying moments of joy. I mean, that's, that's all part of it as well. And I think sometimes as well, it's about permission because it's like um, something somebody said to me years ago was uh, seek forgiveness, not permission. And I still try Oh, it. yeah. That's you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, we... Yeah, uh, we, we think all the time, but you end up, like, 
trapping yourself in and not growing and not breathing and you're ending up like you get yourself into a fear circle of doom and and you know even with this COVID thing it's just like there's a fear circle of doom and it's like you know what I'm gonna do my best and if I'm if I if I cock it up then I'm really sorry <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> that's 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 a delightful way to think yeah, of that. Yeah, it really no, is. I like that. Yeah, it's we we've run this radio station with that same premise. It's better to you know beg for permission. Yeah, I mean beg for forgiveness, forgiveness than, than permission. permission. Yeah, yeah, it, and it works because you know if, if there's a, there's a, there's another old adage in this in this business, and you probably know it as well. Is that if you're not really upsetting somebody, you're not really doing your job. Correct. Yeah, I, I think. I think that's the thing, and and, and yeah. uh, not wishing to get political at all, but I think that the the, the the way that musicians and radio stations and people that are really uh, trying to do something, you know, you can't please all the people all the time. You're going to upset some people, and you know, you've got to do what you think and what you think is right, and you've got to say what you think and what you think is right. And we write music about that, you know, and I think a station has, and I know your station's heartbeat is very much about, you know, just doing something really cool. And if some people don't like it, then, you know. Well, honest, actually. Heartbeat. Well, yeah, in essence, if, if you know, we, we tell we tell people all the time, if you don't like what we're doing, you can go somewhere else. I mean, there's 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 a million outlets that are out there. Now, you won't necessarily get the same groove or same vibe that we have, but, you know, we're here for good or ill, and we'd like to think that we're being here more for the support than anything else, because, you know, it's tough. It's and, and right now, not just the pandemic, but the music industry itself has been turned completely upside down, and, you know, everybody's working to try and make something happen, and, of course, now, now you throw a pandemic in the mix of, of this thing and now you know you got people that are full-time that was their that was their money that was how they lived they were they were playing shows they did you know so many shows a year and now they're not and i guess you guys are in the same boat that's us exactly the same it's, it's, it's been very tricky you know i mean to say the least uh, it's uh, we've been very fortunate that um, we've got a lot of good support and supporters and we have this like patron program uh, from our website which people have been supporting us financially which is great to create music but that's what we do that's what you know we get up in the morning we create music we but we, we you know we're a we're a, a a small business operation so we do everything ourselves so in the morning what we do we get up we do our marketing we answer our emails we deal with all the business sort of stuff and then in the yeah. afternoon you know, we then make music, and we're very fortunate that we have got a um, you know a, a full recording studio which we've built up over the years, and we've got on hand so we can just record our music and everything that you hear um, on the radio and everything that we send to you has all been recorded by our own fair hands, yeah. if you like. We decided that it would be better not to own a house but to own some gear. Yeah. Because, you know... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I got you. No, because, you know, you can you can sleep in your studio. Well, Absolutely. <laughs> right, right. Kind of almost what we're doing. But seriously, we we, uh, we sold everything and, and we got together eight years ago and decided that we would just put, we'll pull everything in and everything, like... There wasn't recording gear or music related. It went and it made us. And, and, and so we have a semi-mobile recording studio and us and our love and our two hands, Hummock and Bobby, who are Labradors, and that's us. And we go where the music takes us. So we move around the world. Um, just because, you know, it's, it's, we love, it's our calling and we can't help it. It just happens to be the thing that you can't 
get away from it, and it's what we do. When you're recording, and, and especially with this tune that we're going to play here in a little bit, is it is it just the two of you that did everything on on this record, or did you bring in any outside musicians for any of this? No, we we uh, we have it's, the two of us are the band. So we write and we do everything, but we do have a, a selection of fabulous, fabulous uh, side guys, yeah. you know, session musicians. And um, I know where you are, you know, and not far up the road, Nashville. There there are a, a, a trillion, you know, <laughs> musicians kicking around that will will help you out. We've very, been very fortunate in the UK to get probably uh, two or three of the finest uh, session guys in, in 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 the UK to work with us Steve Gibson on drums yeah. and a guy called Johnny Henderson on keyboards and Johnny plays with Matt Schofield mm. you probably know mm. Fletcher he's uh, he's the keyboard player for those guys as well so and um, Steve's worked with Jack Bruce he's worked with Chris Farlow he's worked with lots of people so we get these guys in to do those sort of duties because uh, we, we believe, you know, I mean, I play guitar, Chris playing, uh, Susie playing uh, bass. And Simon and does all the production, so he's the producer of all the music and has the kind of creative vision for the sound of it. So he does all the kind of um, knob twiddling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Analog. So, you know, and I come in as like, it's just, you no, know, because I'm, so together we work together and it's about feel too. So, um, I kind of assist in that way, but we're, we're very much a unit. Um, we, we tackle each other, you know, we, we're very much a creative entity, but also it's great to work with, with other beautiful musicians who share our vision, and, and when we get together, it's music family, you know? Well, yeah, and, it, and you don't have to answer yeah. to anybody either. You just, you know, you're just answering to yourselves at this point. You're not, you're not being told, hey, do this, don't do that. It is, but also, you know, it's like we're not really, I was thinking about this, you know, there's some people who are really good at kind of saying, oh, you know, we're really bricking it. I don't know if you know that phrase, like really worried about stuff. Right, right. And we we, we hurt just like everybody else in it. And it really, we're full of angst a lot of the time. We're full of positivity most of the time, but we're human, you know. So, but we just don't always say it, but we go through a... Um, a roller, coaster. a roller coaster of emotion, trying to do the best because we care so much. And sometimes you have to kind of step back and just go, you know, let's just let it, because we want it to be perfectly imperfect. We want it to be alive. That's why we do analog. It's about the heartbeat, about capturing the soul of a song. Because we imagine, when we say, we imagine it's like when we're making it so that we can connect with you it's got to be alive it's, it can't be sterilized like this digital thing where everything's like eek, 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 robot no it's a song we sat around a fire and we're playing a song and we want to look in your eyes and we want to right. say hello and then have a conversation afterwards going who are you and what do you what do you think you know and and we learn from each other that's that and, and celebrate life that's it when you when you mention analog, are you are you legitimately recording reel to reel at this point, or are you still using you know digital technology to capture? No, we use digital to capture. Um, the only reason is that it's my belief. I mean, I've worked in the in the business now for you know forty odd years, and uh, tape is expensive. The machines are very difficult to line up. They, 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 you know, they're difficult to repair, and it's everything's very expensive. And as you know, um, we have our own studio, so and being just doing our own stuff, it's difficult to justify that. And I think that if you use an analog console and you use analog preamps and you use the mics and 
Uh, we don't use any autotune, we don't use any plugins at all. No. We use all outboard compressors and stuff, you know. And um, I think that 95% of the sound comes from that. And the, the extra 5% of that mojo from tape would be good. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the results. I mean, we, you know, we, we record uh, 2496, which is the 24-bit 96 kilohertz. Right, 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 right. Great resolution. And I, 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 it is tricky to tell. Except for the the distortion that you get with tape and the and uh, the color, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the stuff that we do at, the, at this point. So, in answer to your question, we're not totally analog, although we would love to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it seems like things are kind of going that way again. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I think I, I think you're right, and I mean, there's so many people in Nashville now and all over the world and, and Memphis and. Uh, that are going back to tape because mm -hmm. the one of the problems with digital is that people have the ability to create a million tracks and edit them to death I mean and, and auto-tune and all those things which we don't do but because we're using an analog console we're really restricted to like um, I know it sounds a lot but you know we've got 40 channels coming back sure and, right uh, right you know so and that's it so you've got 40 channels so you, you, you've got a limit as to the amount of stuff that you can put down and a lot of those great sounds that you hear from the 60s 70s you know uh, uh, it's all done on 16 or 24 track maximum so you've got 24 different audio tracks you know and uh, I mean look at the Beatles who've done on three tracks they still sound great you know? oh sure yeah you know here where we we're, you know in the studio here that we record in um, you know we 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 work with a lot of artists that like to be stripped down. You know, they don't want to be, they feel as though, like, even not like, like not clothed. They're not naked. But, yeah. yeah but, well, some of them. Well, maybe, there may be. Maybe a few. That's why we got curtains on that window. Exactly. Over there. Yeah. Engineers yeah. don't need to see all that business. But I can tell you one or two things about that, but I'm not going to. Carry on. I, I, I hear you. Yeah, Susie's like, no, don't say anymore. Don't say anymore. He's playing the flute again. The uh, the point being that a lot of these artists will, they even want to say, no, we don't even want to use a click track. You know, right, we, we, right. we want to work as organically as possible. And they're not even, you know, really hip to wanting to do too many overdubs at that point. They may want to lay down the, you know, the, the basic band parts all together and then go back and then overdub the vocals, the lead vocals, just out of, out of practicality. Uh, just to, to just just so the performance is a little bit cleaner. But beyond that, I mean, there, there's there's that point where as you're working the recording, you go, well, how much is enough? You know, when is it done? And that's a good question to ask you guys. How far do you go with a recording until you go, all right, if I screw this up anymore, it's, or, or if I add more to it, it's going to get screwed up. Or, you know, as, as the old adage goes, uh, good art is abandoned and it's never really completed. Do you find yourself in that position when you're when you're behind the console? Of course, I think that, the, that there's always that, that that temptation to keep going and going and going. And um, what I personally try to do, and Susie helps me a lot with this because she pushes me in terms of time, you know. So we, we try and put a time limit on stuff. And if you do that, because you've got your own studio, the, you know, the, the temptation is to keep going and going and going. But you, what I do is that I listen to it and I think, does that make me feel good? And then Susie listens to it, and she says, does it make her feel good? And then between us, we come to a consensus. And if that, 
if that particular thing makes you feel good, then we just go for it. And one of the most interesting expressions that is used in the whole recording industry is released. And I was talking, um, um, well, I was talking to Susan yeah. about a Brian Eno, uh, you know. Brian oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Brian was he, he was talking about the releasing of a track. And it's a great expression because when you release it to the world, it's like a, a, an animal or whatever, or a, 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 a little chick that you've grown from an egg. And all of a sudden you release it and then you've got no control over what happens. That's it, it's gone. So you, you have signed it off and it's released. And it's a, it's almost a relief. Like today, the, the release of Can't Find My Way At Home came out and it's a relief because you know now, that's it. That's it. You can't change it's it. Flown. It's gone. So all those little inconsistencies, perhaps a little bit of tuning here and there on your vocal, a little bit of guitar, perhaps it's a little bit ahead or behind, and all those things that you listen to, it's too late, and it's released, and therefore you, you get a wave of, 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 of relief <laughs> because it has gone. It's into the ether, and, and that's it, you know, which is it's quite beautiful. Yeah, it's it becomes a part of the if you'll pardon the pun, uh, part of the permanent record and it goes out there and, you know, as you, as, as a performer and as a writer and as a, as an entertainer in general, when you lay this song down, you have these ideas and these, these, a lot of times a very lofty idea and that doesn't necessarily, uh, become the actual complete picture of what you have tried to record. And then you release it and it goes out there and then you continue to perform the song in front of audiences for several years later. That song does mature. It changes a bit as it goes along. And I, and I would imagine that's probably no different with you guys. Right. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I think that's a great, it's a great thing because it, uh, for a live audience, I think that's beautiful because what we try to do is that when we're out live, is that even though we perform the tracks um, as per the album, some of the times, because you, you know you get like a, an iconic guitar song, not say I've done any iconic guitar songs, but you know something like the Commodore is an easy. That guitar song in the middle of that. Oh my God, yeah, it's so recognizable. Everybody can sing a guitar song. So if you go to a show and you listen to that and they didn't play it exactly the same, you'd be very disappointed. But with us, what we tend to do is we'll take a track and live, we're much more like Led Zeppelin than uh, the Eagles, if you know what I mean. In the fact that yeah, it'll I have just no go. Idea what All of a sudden, do. you know, we might start, it might go into something else, it might do something completely different than the other track and it, it improvises, then it'll come back. Unless it's one of those tracks where you really have to have motif it. Motif it, yeah. Yeah, unless it's the motif that you really need to be you know, to, to keep. So, and that's what we try and do. So what you're saying about maturing the song, I think that's very important and, and going off on a, a ride. And a, But that's the connection between the audience. That's the live thing that, that changes the song. Because I know, because um, obviously I'm the, I'm, a, I'm the bass player in the band and, and I know when Simon gets that, gets that glint in his eye and he's off. And he goes on, and I don't know what he's going to play. And, and Steve and I, the, uh, the drummer, and we, we, as the rhythm section, we lock down. And whether or not it's, <laughs> Johnny, yeah, well, whether it's Johnny Henderson on keyboards and he, um, or, or, or uh, Josh Phillips from Procol Harum played with us in London um, back in January, it's like you, you just know. You, well, in fact, you don't know what's going to happen, and it's really exciting, by the way. It's really good fun. And the thing is, is that you, we're chuckling away because it's like this like parry between swordsmen, and they have so much fun. And the thing is, see, every gig 
for us is like a whole new experience and it's very much about the audience when we're with when we're in the room room it's like a family and then we don't know what's going to happen and that's what i love it's that feedback from yeah. the audience that drives you to and do that, something different and i know that we're all hurting at the moment because we can't be out live and i know we have, we protect each other you know because we can't we don't want to hurt anyone we don't want anyone to come that's going to get sick and i understand that but just to say as well, we treasure those moments. The music for us is all about connecting. The audience is not just someone to sit there. People sit there and smile at us. It's actually, no, we actually join together and it becomes a union of whatever it's going to be. And that's the thing we are so looking forward to. And it makes us human because I've realized this as we've been talking about these last few months and listening to your show with Dee as well, you know, because she sent me the link and when she came in a couple of weeks ago, and it's very much a case of, you know, it's community. It's about being with each other and just making sure we're okay and, and hanging in there with each other. And that's kind of what the job of music does. It gives us an excuse to meet, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, well, yeah, that's, that's that's very well put. I mean, it, you know, every, every artist has to feed off of their audience. And I know that when you're speaking of audiences, um, there is a vast difference in the attitudes of audiences in general between what what you, like if you play in, in the U.S. as opposed to playing in Europe. I mean, you know, our audiences are, they tend to be a bit rowdy. Yeah, yeah. Or not connected so sometimes. Right, right, right. Uh, whereas in, is in, in, in Europe, mostly, you, you, get a, you get an audience that is, that is committed to the show. They sit there, they enjoy, they they savor every sound that comes from that stage. And there's like this, you know, they, they, they get excited about it, but, you know, I've, I've talked to artists here in Memphis that have played in Europe for their first time, and they go, yeah, at first I thought we were really stinking up the room because nobody, right, nobody right. seemed to be too reactionary until the end of the show, and everybody went crazy. Crazy, right, right. You know, and it's, that's I, I, I guess, it, it, and you guys have played in the, in the States before, haven't you? Yeah, uh, that, I, I've played a few times, and you're absolutely right. It is more, what's the word? Uh, Respectful. Rowdy is a good term, because I think in Europe, everybody's so polite. And that's the thing, is that, you know, it's um, uh, certainly in the UK, people are very polite, you know, in the, in the club. And in Germany, where we were before, they're extremely polite. Um, uh, uh, it, but it, it, it's amazing the difference between the different countries and the different cultures, but it's quite beautiful. I mean, it, it, what, but one one little um, uh, tale from my past, but when I was in a band called Wi-Fi, which was my first uh, rock band, the first band that I had, we played in Liverpool, which of course is the home of the Beatles. And oh, yeah. Many of and um, I remember we had this big rock show with with with, with uh, fire flashes and lights and smoke and this whole thing, very much like mid seventies, late seventies. And we, we finished our first number, and you couldn't hear anything; it was just silent. <laughs> and we thought, oh my god! And then we finished the second number, nothing. And then at the end of the show, we thought, right, this is it, the big finish. And we did a great, you know, last number was monstrous, a bit loud, long. We really played our hearts out, nothing. And then at the end of the show, the promoter came up and said, wow, that was a fantastic show. <laughs> they loved it. I said, what do you mean they loved it? They said, well, they, they, they loved it. I said, well, they didn't even clap. No. Oh. In Liverpool, that shows a sign of weakness in your clap. He said, the, the band last week, they were driven off stage and bottled off. And, you know, and so that was... <laughs> <laughs> so 
most unnerving experience I've ever had. <laughs> so from that end of the spectrum in Liverpool to playing in Austin, Texas, is a completely different kettle of fish, if you know what I mean. So well, there you are, that's a little... Well, yeah, European audiences aren't going to throw underwear at you. That's, you know... Yeah, right. That's, and, that's, and that may happen in Austin. Yeah, that's, it, may, it may have or beer bottles. If you're playing behind chicken wire, you're in a classy joint. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's my old stomping grounds. <laughs> Texas, there we go. Yeah. All right, well, well guys, uh, tell me about... Uh, okay, you got this song here uh, that's just released today, Can't Find My Way Home. It's the, it's the Blind Faith classic. Uh, there's the, there's that notion here about uh, picking a, a a song that has been done, a cover song, if you will. Uh, why that particular tune? And what? Yeah, drove you that to, was what I was going to ask yeah, too. What, yeah, what drove you to that? What drove you to that song? It's a really good question, though, because we don't. We're original songwriters. We don't do covers ever, really. Um, so why'd you do it? It's the song. We 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 uh, Son and I also tour as an acoustic duo because I've got like a folk background. So um, so when we got the Starlight Camel Band, we were more blues and blues rock, which I love. But we've all, but we've we when we do the acoustic set, this song is always really connected to us because um, it just means so much to us. We kind of just feels like I know it says can't find my way home, but it feels like home. You feel what I mean? It feels like that's us. And, and we were talking about um, this the other month, and it's just like, you know, we need to do this song, and it just felt like the time was right. I don't know why, and I can't tell you why. We just decided to do it, because it felt that the song the song needed to be recorded. We needed to do it. And it was done. I mean, the, the, the whole backing track was done in one take. It was, like, done at the end of a, a session. Johnny Henderson. We were actually recording the keyboards in Rockfield Studios, which is the, the, the studio that uh, Queen recorded Bohemian Rhapsody in. Oh, far out. The early Black Sabbath in Wales, um, in Monmouth, and, and we were down there, and, and it was like at the end of the session, and we and we, and we played it, and we thought, well, let's just have a go at it, and so the whole, most of the backing track was done there, and it was like amazing. It just sort of felt right, and, and then Susie, she's got a great voice, I, I love her voice, but in, in some respects for the blues, it doesn't really suit the blues, but she's, it really suited this song. So it was a, 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 a meld of things, and then we thought, right, okay, we'll do it. And then you sang it. We, we, when we did the vocal dub, I thought, wow, that is just, you know, I, I thought it was a really great take. Feels like it's my heartbeat. You know when you connect with the song? That's it. And, 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 and we did it. We did the vocals together, like the harmonies, and we, you know, we're looking at each other with a couple of mics and stuff. And it it just worked. And it was two takes. So the the vocal was two takes. The you know the, the backing was like one really. And then I just put the guitars on afterwards. And it was really, you know, it just sort of worked. And and we love Steve Whitwood. You know, we think he's a great guy. He's very cool. Very one of the cool British musicians. And, and you know. Yeah. He is. And yeah. also 1969 could be 19, uh, 2020, you know, if the song is very, it's zeitgeist, it's now. It's yeah, yeah. And it's now. Rick, it's now. Yeah, it, there's, a cer there's a certain eternity to it. And, uh, you know, it, it it's not just one of the classic rock staples, though, but it's not a song that 
never you don't you don't hear other bands you know playing it that often even in you know when you go to a show where there's a cover act that is working the stage they, that's a song that they won't do so and I think it, it's I think it does speak a bit to you know uh, your guys mindset going into the studio with it and saying hey let's just do this and then now it, it, it became its own life and it's like hey now we need to release this that's right and it, it, it is tricky the people the reason why people do it I think it's the vocal because Steve uh, you know Steve Winwood has got a very very high sort of falsetto-ish male vocal and you really need a, fo a female folk singer to do it which is what Susie is really and because they uh, you know a, a male rock singer can't do it I mean Bonnie Raitt did a great job of that I mean she you know well, Bonnie Ray, she's you know yeah. one of my uh, female guitar heroes, as far as I'm concerned. She's amazing, but <clears throat> she did a great version. But but I think that's what it really needed. And when Susie sang it, and I did that sort of descending harmony, and it, it, you know it just sort of worked. So and also it. we're British, you know, and it's like we did it our way. It's like we're just trying to be honest with who we are as musicians, you know, the, our style, the thing that moves us, the way. We interpret the song the way we reworked it. Is it's us? It's us. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a, there, I guess there's a pedigree to it in a, in a way too that that's uh, that is faithful to the original spirit of the song as opposed to Simon having to wear his shorts a little extra tight to reach those walls. <laughs> he's, you know, he's got Susie to get there, you know. Well, yeah, we uh, we have some very tight shorts. And, but when you hear the record, you'll hear my... Uh, oh, yeah. He goes higher than that without the shorts. Yeah, yeah, the it'll album. be uh, a little bit of a... Uh, it know, is funny. An always press on the... Uh, <laughs> On the underwear. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm no stranger to what goes on in these studios. Let me tell you guys. I mean, I get it. <laughs> well, listen, um, I, I want to play the tune here, and uh, and and now it's available. Now it it uh, it, it was released today. Uh, where can folks find this song? Where where, where can folks download the song, or is it? Is it yeah, we, you can get it from Bandcamp. It's on there. You can oh, yeah. On Spotify. It's uh, Starlight Campbell. The Starlight is spelled a bit differently. It's S-T-A-R-L-I-T-E, Campbell Band. So if you if you do that, you'll, you'll find it. It's Camp with a P, yes. Bell. But if you stick it on the internet, yeah. we're everywhere. We're like um, Bear Poo in the Woods, you know. <laughs> Bad Poo in the Woods. Yeah. I, I, yeah, you get wander around long enough, you might step in it. Yeah, well, that's right. There's so much of it. Yeah, that's right. So, but don't step. But so you can get that, or you can get it off our website, which is uh, HTTP, uh, uh, the normal stuff, uh, starlight-campbell.com, and you'll yeah. find it there. And again, loads of information. But we've got a Wikipedia page and and, and all that sort of stuff. So you'll uh, you, you won't have any trouble trouble finding us. No, that's true. Uh, Oh, that's fantastic. Well, listen, guys, uh, thank you so very much for your time. Um, I know you're, you know, uh, busy over there enjoying the sights and sounds of, uh, of Portugal, but we appreciate you taking some time here. What is it? It's probably, what, 8 o'clock at night over there, 7 o'clock at night? It's 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock? 6.30? Yeah, 6.21. 6.21. 6.21. Yeah. yeah. Well, very good. Enjoy your evening, and thanks again uh, for dropping us this song and, and having a chat with us. Uh, it's always a thrill to have you guys around, and uh, we wish you all the best of luck with this tune and uh, whatever you got coming up in the road. And also, please stay safe. Uh, don't 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 get this 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 COVID stuff. It's it's pretty bad, from what I understand. 
And can I say as well, Rick, thanks to Mark Caldwell for setting up the interview, and thank you for inviting us onto the show. Absolutely. No, if, it, if it weren't for Mark, we wouldn't be on the air. Uh, he kind of, he's he holds this thing together. He's kind of the glue that makes it work. We call him Magic Mark. Magic, Magic Mark, Mark, of course. Well, yeah. Magic Mark, and, and, and I've got to say, just before we close, that it is shows like yours, stations like yours, that really make us feel great and also support independent artists because yeah. in this world of money and commercial, you know, commercialism and commercialization of the media and all these, these issues that we've got, you know, with with digital uh, downloads and lack of money from from selling stuff, it's it shows like yours that really make a difference to us and all independent artists. And I'm sure this would resonate with everybody that is an independent that comes on your show. So thank you so thank much you. for giving us your time and your airplay. Well, you're mighty kind to say that, and thanks again. And we're going to play this tune, and we're, we're going to we're going to go off to a break here. But uh, you guys be safe. Please stay in touch, and if we can do anything to help you out down the way, please reach out to us, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be thrilled to have you guys back on the show. Thanks a lot. Cheers, man. All right, take care now. All right, there you go. Here it is, kids. Uh, it is the Starlight Campbell Band. Can't find my way home. It's the old classic. Enjoy it. Download it. Add it to your collection. We'll be back in a bit right here at Radio Memphis.
Wizards is corona-free and is your headquarters for your essential quarantine supplies. Their viral sale is happening right now with deals throughout the store. Get some sage to chase away the bad stuff. Incense, woodwick candles, decorative fans, and things to keep you busy while you're stuck at home. T-shirts, bandanas, hats, and more on sale right now. CBD, Kratom products, and personal cleansers for that job interview. Open 10 to 10 every day at 1999 Madison Avenue in Midtown or get it all delivered when you order online at wizardsmemphis.com. Wizards, because it's still smoking. Must be 18 or older to buy smoking-related products. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. The Mr. Andrew Cole has joined us, hoboing your ass around all of the West Coast. Do you know what? I've always wanted to be a bit of a hobo, a bit of a troubadour, and never really was. And now, I mean, I, you know, yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I was living in a friend's house for a bit yeah. uh, when the plague hit because I got rid of my old place. And then um, I had to go away on a plane. And then when I came back, they kicked me out and said, you know, because of COVID, we were too scared. So now you're homeless. So a good friend of mine found me this little kind of beach hut it's literally i'm literally in a place that's yeah i call it the doll's house because it's like eight feet by ten feet little tree house thing made of wood right on the sand uh well not right you know yeah, cl- yeah. it's cute so yeah i'm like hobo in a little in a little <laughs> shoebox for previous episodes go to radio-memphis.com to download episodes to your mobile device Search the show in iTunes, Player.fm, Stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or TuneIn. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Right, you heard what's coming up next time on the program. Andrew Cole going to be here. Yes, um, he is a uh, also a fellow uh, Brit, uh, as is the Starlight Campbell band, as you heard. How about that tune, by the way? Wasn't that something? Uh, Andrew is uh, riding it out uh, in Malibu. <laughs> Tough going, right? Well, wait till you, <laughs> wait till you hear... How he's doing it. It's a fantastic story. Andrew's a great dude. Plus, you're going to hear some of his music as well. That's next week here on the program, uh, for episode 355, when that comes around. We're going to continue on. That's just what we do. Listen, kids, please, uh, this this holiday season, I know it's tough. Use your phones. Use your social media. Stay in touch with your family that way. <clears throat> Watch your distance with everybody. Keep your hands washed. Stay, stay low, lay low, uh, you know, and, and please, you, you know, do what you can to maintain your own safety and the safety of others, right? So, as I say, each and every time as we end these programs, take care of yourselves, take care of one another, and for God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com.